Welcome to Worlds Below, an actual play podcast brought back from the dead by a cabal of necromancers who just couldn't get enough of this sweet oral trash. Last time. Jarl Sven is true to his word and sends a message to Oleg, Jarl of the floating city of Halfrix, that Angelica and Kat are in need of two boats. But Oleg does nothing in half measures, and within the week, the aircraft carrier upon which the city is built is hauled into the harbor by a pair of bioengineered whales. Getting the boats turns out to be easy enough, but then they discover that they are being watched and must ensure that they raise no suspicions about their true intent. Now, with everything in place, Angelica and Kat part ways with an emotional goodbye and a promise to meet again. So in the morning, the bells of Near Nick are tolling and Agnetha walks down the dock towards you and she's got a bag, a travel case over her shoulder and her hood pulled up. Um, it's very early. It's like even too early for most fishermen. So you're alone on the docks and she steps up to you and she says, well, uh, I'm ready. All right. Uh, so am I. Um, this is going to be... Intense. Uh, Agnetha climbs into your boat and takes a seat. Um, she says, well, uh, to the crossing. Yeah, to the crossing. And let's hope nothing goes wrong. Can you do a sailing roll? Yeah. I thought you were going to say, can you do a lying check? Yeah. Check? Yeah. <laughs> Boat trip, boat trip, boat trip. Yes. Boat trip. I do a good job at boat trip. Okay. You gracefully uh, sail your little ship out of the harbor and back up the river towards the crossing. Agnetha leans out the back of the the back of the ship, mm-hmm, the back mm-hmm. part. The back part. And watches Nick slowly recede in the distance. And she says, um, you know, I haven't, uh, I haven't left since my pod came down. I haven't really gone to see the rest of the world down here. What's it like? Uh, yeah, I guess we... Uh, it's hard to describe all of it. I mean, we've... The, even just from uh, Benny and to here, there's, it's completely different. I mean, I mean, I would advise not going to Felhumir right now. It's not great. Um, and there were a lot of giant spiders in the West, but pretty cool. I I think, like, if Agnetha doesn't stop her, cat just, like, starts describing, the like, the whole journey. Like, not really any of the details, but, like... It's very plant heavy. I love that. She's like, yeah, the bandits kind of not that interesting. Um, 
There was like one kind of cactus, I think, but we can kind of just skip yeah. over that whole section. Nothing interesting there. Okay. <laughs> no alien artifact hanging over Mm-mm, there. No, nope. nope. It's like some, the religion, I almost can get behind it because like earth, do love earth. I mean, there's a lot of dirt here, which is great. Do you know what it's dirt everywhere? You can just grow plants in the dirt. The bandits had an energy credit economy. How is that not cool? Yeah, but can they grow plants in an energy credit economy? No. So as uh, <laughs> as you sail off, the camera kind of zooms up. You see the harbor of Neck. You see your boat heading off. And you see soldiers filing out from the Jarl's Hall, getting ready to follow you. Um, let's go to Angelica, uh, about a week, week's worth of travel ahead. Um, ahead? Yeah. Okay. Because you, you left early, eh? So mm-hmm. let's, as you, as you sail, you sail, um, do you leave a lot of distance between yourself and like the North Shore? Uh, how much has the St. Lawrence swollen? A lot. So this is on your map. Can, can um, I see both shores if I am in the middle? No. Okay. Yeah. Then, yes, I, I hug the northern shore. Okay. She remembers that weird jellyfish thing and doesn't want anything to yeah. do with it. Uh, yeah, she she speeds up through the section where the squid <laughs> thing popped out. Yeah. Um, can you do a navigation roll, actually? Sure. No prob. Can, can, can she sex appeal the water? The water. Wait, this is a good question. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Damn, if only I had another point in IQ. Weird how that would help. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, so you, you accurately navigate down the middle of the river. Um, you keep the northern shore like just within your view, but maybe you're a little outside of it. And you do see uh, the kind of broken towers of Felhimir far in the distance and the smoke from the city. Um, so you can steer far away from it. As you kind of like pass the city going back west, you see, you hear drum beats in the distance and you see like the furled sails of tall ships as Bjork's army begins to board. Wait, Helga made it back that fast? Yeah, well, I... Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because cool. she would have left before we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she, she would have left immediately. Yeah. Everything going according to plan. Perfect. <laughs> How does Angelica fare, like, being on her own? Like, because she's not really ever, like, alone. That's a great point. Does she spend a lot of time talking to Avery? Yeah, you have Avery. <laughs> That's a... Uh, yes. I think she spends a lot of time doing, like, audio logs, recapping, like, how she feels basically because uh, that's how she processes her emotions um incredibly healthy talking mm-hmm, to a mm-hmm. piece of metal mm-hmm. um and then she realizes oh there's another piece of metal i can talk to and this one moves and responds <laughs> to me in some mimicry of <laughs> <laughs> like animal instinct yeah. um oh wait well, what was the the line the cat, the cat is, is the best and most amazing i think yeah i just want to make sure i don't say it yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so when you say that phrase, Avery is going to take off and go to cat, right? Yes, like that's the that's signal. That's the trigger. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think it's tough at first. I think she keeps looking for someone to talk to, and I think by day three, that's where she starts finding like the peace 
of it after she makes it past Felhamir and like there's no stress of oh I might encounter a ship mm-hmm. um and I think she like she just hums she spends her days like looking up at the stars or the sky and actually taking in the world around in a way that she hasn't to this yeah. point um I know it's not the same as Kat but like Kat sees the world yeah Angelic sees the people yeah mm-hmm. um I think she's like starting to notice things that she would have never noticed before. And every once in a while, I think like, oh, that's a really interesting tree. Like, I didn't know the trees could grow that way. And be like, oh, Kat would love that tree. I have a question. Does like some of the empty space on the map get filled with like tiny little drawings of like interesting yeah. things that that's she beautiful. saw? <laughs> I love yeah. that idea. Can you give me an idea of something really strange you would see, like something naturalistic that you wouldn't be able to explain? Oh, sure. Um, she must like, she must tie up the boat to land at night. Got to pee um, somewhere. Yeah, got to pee. <laughs> well, the water's, mm, don't want to pee in the water, actually. No, squid monsters. Yep, squid yeah. monsters. <laughs> um, so maybe like on one of those incursions to the shore, um, it, like it's, it's dense forest up along the river, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, oof. I really like the idea of again a tree, but it's actually been like it, it's it's porous. It's a tree that's like hollow basically, but it's grown that way. And there's just this like colony of creatures that lives in it. Um, kind of like I'm imagining whack-a-mole, but out the sides of a tree. Right. So yeah. what is it? Trichophobia warning. Oh gosh, <laughs> hmm? what is the that? Trypophobia. I oh. think is the one where you like can't handle like a bunch of holes. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Um, I don't know. Have you seen those those uh, vines that like wrap around a tree and strangle it to death, and yeah. the tree inside dies, and all that's left is a hollow tree? Mm. Um, I've been picturing something like that, but it's the tree. That's so cool. I have a suggestion for something that Angelica might see. Well, why don't you like? Yeah. When, what else yeah. is something she sees? I just think it would be like in a cool thing if uh, at one point while she's like going along. She sees a mountain lion with a baby mountain lion, and the baby <laughs> has two heads. But she like sees the mom mountain lion like taking care of it, and she's kind of like, her hand drifts to her pistol, <laughs> and she's like, hmm, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I I don't know if there is another um, scorch zone like the one that we saw. Uh, not from the water. You don't see anything through the forest. Okay. Well, yeah, that's the only thing I think that would have been super interesting is like finding Mm -hmm. another scorch zone. You kind of go back um, along the way you came and you do pass the runes that you passed on the way here with the marsh folk. So you see like the runes just kind of like these jagged spires that have been hewn out of an island, Um, like these strange symbols like carved in 3D. Yeah, she's probably also rereading some of the material that she has found, like tying back to those histories that were given to them by like spanner and um some I, of the documentation i bet you cat has given you all of the documentation yeah because you yeah. need to be ready <laughs> yeah I, I think she's just reading as well it's that's like trying to trying to immerse herself in enough historical knowledge to like understand what the pressure points are going to be between the bandits and yeah. like the the kingdom Um, 
So you and Agnatha strike out pretty much uh, straight north-west. Um, are you aiming directly for the crossing? I think, like, part of the reason where Kat is, like, talking so much is because she's taking, like, kind of a circuitous route to the crossing. Okay. Um, Can you show me on the map where you're trying to go? Yeah. That would also help because then I know where I'm trying to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So I'm here. Mm-hmm. In near Nick, and I'm heading there, and Angelica's going way over here, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so honestly, I think the. So I'll give you a suggestion. Yeah. yeah. When you left Ridari and you traveled a few days towards the crossing, about. Um, like a half day's ride from the crossing, you did come to this little cove mm-hmm. where uh, you first saw alien runes. Right. Um, and were mortally injured. And Angelica. Nah. No, this was Kat. <laughs> no, Kat was injured. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's been a while. Remember that one time where she got hurt and learned never to do it again? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Lydia warned you at the time that no one goes to the runes. So this right. might be a, a nice place to try to reach. Yes. Kat, who learned this a couple months ago and not two years ago the way Sophie did, remembers this and goes there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're you're going through, like, choppy waters because um, you're going right across the mouth of the St. Lawrence. Yeah, I actually think that um, we're going, like, straight across and then we're going to come down the coast kind of okay. thing. Because you- she kind of wants to, avo- like, if by some chance... The king had like very fast boats mm-hmm. to head to near Nick. She yeah. wants to be out of the way. But you're not going as far as Ridari. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's say this takes you a couple of days because you're sailing. Yeah. And you're going carefully. You're not just you're not in a motorboat. Uh, so you have some time to talk with Agnatha. I don't know if talking is what Cat really wants to do. Um, I think Cat definitely like talks about haven in the past three years like that is largely what the conversations are about and i don't think she lies about any of it okay i think she just like 100 percent honestly tells everything that happened in the past three years agnatha is is horrified um by all of this but she's also really happy to learn that her dad and her son are okay yeah right now so she asks you like endless questions about henry and simone sorry yeah is henry her dad or is his henry is is her dad simone is henry's grandson oh yeah we talked about her as his niece the simone is as henry's niece nephew nephew did we i don't simone a boy yes yes yeah no i okay it doesn't matter it's okay minor detail but yeah Sorry, go on. So it might have been confusing. I think at one point we said that Simone stays with Henry's sister, which would be like his great aunt or something. Right. Yeah. Okay. That might have just been confusing. Yeah. Sorry. At this point. Yeah. Grandson. Grandson, <laughs> yeah. Um, so she asks you tons of questions. She asks like, uh, how did you get to know my dad? She was in the renegades before me right yeah oh well uh joanna 
introduced us. <laughs> you know, one of the few good things Joanna ever did, probably. I, I, I can't speak to why she's made the choices that you just described. I don't. When I knew her, she was nothing but good, you know? She always looked out for us. Yeah, I mean, she, like, we had a plan that was going to work. It was going to work. I'm sorry, Kat. Yeah. But this plan is going to work, and maybe that's, that's it. Maybe that's how this all works out. Maybe this was... This is the way it was meant to be. Yeah. We can only hope this plan works. From across the St. <laughs> yeah. Lawrence, it's going to work! Cat <laughs> <laughs> looks directly down the St. Lawrence like fucking yeah. Angelica. <laughs> um, that night, uh, you hear um, Agnatha wake pretty abruptly from a dream, and she wakes up like, like gasping like from a bad dream and it actually wakes you up too i don't know if you sleep at the same time or take shifts uh i'd say probably shifts okay um whoa hey calm down are you are you okay no it's okay sorry i just um i had a dream so strange uh do you want to talk about it we don't you know we don't have a lot i'm we don't have a lot to talk about anymore do you want to talk about it oh do, do you mind talking about it I feel like there are some weird dreams going around, so please tell me your dream. Uh, what do you mean by weird dreams? I just, I don't know. I, I've been having dreams since I got to Earth. They started <sighs> slowly, and now it's, it's almost every night. Is it the same dream? No, it's different every time. I, I don't know about your dreams, but my dreams are... You know, sometimes they're the same people, actually two people specifically. And I always, I just always dream about their lives. And do it feels you, so real. Do you know who they are? No, I've never met them. I don't, they can't be real. I've, I dream of like an upper decker who's a painter. I've never gone to the upper decks. Who's the other one? I don't know, um, a singer. And it, it's nothing important. I dream of like mundane things. I dream of a concert sometimes. I dream of children sometimes. Is it always it on Haven, your yeah. dreams? Always, yeah. It's like It's like when I go to sleep, I'm almost... Like remembering someone else's life. It's so strange. What what are your dreams like, Kat? Ah, oh, pretty um, unhelpful. Uh, I I also dream about Haven. Um, I they never seem to have any useful conclusion, though. <laughs> I dream about Seuss a lot. You'll get to see him again. I, I know you will. Thanks. And I, if I see Seuss, you're going to see Simone. I just, um, and she, she looks up at the stars now and she says, you know, throughout all this, I just, I just want to meet my son. 
I think like after Agnetha goes back to sleep, like Kat is like thinking hard about dreams. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's like trying to figure it out. So it doesn't take too long for Angelica to get past Felhimir, past sort of the wilderness and close to the spot where the marsh folk uh, transitioned to barges at first. Like when you left Phoenix and you took the route back to the east, you traveled by horse from uh, uh, Terracorp Mm -hmm. down to the river. And then you took barges out and got shot and went to Felhimir. Remember that. Um, so as you approach that point, you see smoke in the distance, like a lot of smoke. Mm. From? Oh, no. Uh, there's small spirals of smoke. It looks like uh, campfires. It doesn't look like a wildfire. Okay. Uh, are we talking about uh, from the marsh, from Terracorp? From the marsh, from okay. the, the point on the shore where you, uh, you took barges from. Okay. So about, um, Russell, 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 papers, 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 uh, about like right here-ish. Cool. Like just due south of where the bandits would be. Sure. Yeah. I do really just want to interject and say that I was trying to find a picture of like the kind of boat that I'm imagining Angelica in because I'm imagining like a horrifying muscle yeah, boat. Yeah, cigarette boat. That's yeah. wonderful. One of those ones that has like a million motors off the back she and really terrible flame decals so that Deckles? she could just have how do you say that word just like go yeah. in the wind yeah. it gets very rustled how about that yeah the it's not quite as satisfying. it's, it's not as fine it's probably greasy too eh like when was the last time you've showered you have that good <laughs> it's like literally the first line in my audio log is god i wish for a shower and a box of wine <laughs> a whole box okay um so you see these fires I go to them. Okay. As you you get closer, you bring the boat into shore, you see um, that a lot of the forest has been cut back or burnt back, and there's a a very large camp of people there. Um, Marsh folk barges are everywhere. Like It looks like all the barges you've seen the marsh folk own have been pulled down the delta to the river, and you see fires coming up from like cooking spits on top of the barges. Um, there's like the sounds of horses and you hear like dirt bikes revving. Do you hear the siren song of your own horse? <laughs> I will, we'll get to my horse when I get to my horse. <laughs> um, um, is there a call that I know the marsh folk do to each other when they like have barges that go by? They must have. They, they, they have songs that are their They histories. would have used, do you just start singing a goose's song? <laughs> no, I, she, she does like whatever marsh folk call it is. I think it would be like a bird call, like a whippoorwill or something. Okay. Like I'll a find whistle. that, that audio that? clip. Okay, yeah, so you do that. Birds have searing, so it's going to be really hard to okay, mimic their song. That's anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, there's kind of like a small guard posted on a barge that's like moored furthest out into the, into the river. And someone jumps up from the top of the barge and upon hearing your call, like lowers a rifle and like waves uncertainly. Uh, as you get closer, you see Pigeon standing on top of uh, the barge, and she looks down at you, and she says, oh, what 
was her voice? What was her voice? It was like Southern. It's kind of, um, I thought it was nasal. Angelica. No, it's like a Angelica. Uh, what are, what are y'all doing here? Pigeon, it's so good to see you. You're, you're all right. You, you got yourself all fixed up. Yes. We uh, found a doctor, a very good doctor. Um, nick of time really. Uh, thank you, by the way. I heard you helped. I, I did. I, I did my best, but, uh, uh, what are you doing back here? Um, I, I thought you had business in the East. Yes, that business is concluded. Uh, it turns out that the East is just as shitty as the kingdom. Well, could have stayed in the marshes. Yes. Uh, Though things aren't looking that good out here either. W- what's happened? Well, you can you can see the number of people out here. Uh, I, the bandits, they... Uh, they left their town. They left their... T- they're here? Yeah, look. Uh, she tosses you a pair of binoculars. Um, can you do a perception check? Sure. Like, if you fail, you put them on backwards. <laughs> I pass. Okay. Deus ex convenience. Um, so you see a lot of people through the binoculars. You see people who look like they've brought tech with them too. Like there's convoys, there's mm-hmm. trucks, diesel engines. Um, there's, it's kind of chaotic. Like it's absolutely chaotic. There's no like structure to the way this camp has been put up. It looks like people have literally just like chopped down trees to get them out of the way and then set up like tents and beds and hammocks and stuff. Um, she asked, she Looks back to Pigeon. They, they they haven't hurt anyone, have they? No, nah, but it's been a it's been a struggle. You know they they've been uh, scaring away all the marsh birds, and uh, you know we we're giving them what space we got on the barges. But I I don't know, Angelica. It's it's a lot. I'll go I'll go talk to them, Pigeon. I I was actually here to speak with them. It's incredibly convenient that they're here, but. So they haven't hurt anyone, and you're sharing your space. Do, they, do you know what they want? They're running away. We're all we're all trying to run away. Uh, something something's really riled up the deadheads, and it's my understanding that they've been they've been pushing east. So we're we can make an escape on the river right now, but I don't know, Angelica. I don't know why they're leaving the town, the the city, after all this time. Ah, um. Well, I'm sure I don't know anything about that. Uh, you know what, Pigeon? I, um, I, I'll go speak with them. Uh, I, I have a request, I suppose, um, eh, for them. Uh, Pigeon, w- would your people... Are, are you also fleeing? Well, I, I guess we can't stay here, though. I don't know. Maybe we could hide out in the marsh if the bandits leave, but with all these people... Well, the deadheads are going to come right for us. Okay, well, um, I, I don't want to say I, I've got this, but I think I've got this, Pigeon. Uh, I have a plan. Um, <laughs> You've always got a plan, Angelica. <laughs> well, hopefully this one works, Pigeon. Uh, yeah, I, I need to go speak with the bandits, though, immediately. I need to go find Gunner. You see that flag up there? I do, she looks through the binoculars what is this on? what's the flag uh it's just a black flag no, no crossbones uh, it's just a black flag <laughs> <laughs> uh that's that's where he's set up you know he's got um he's got a nice tent there a bit of a party going but uh don't worry they're not 
They're not doing the death matches here. I'm glad that they've stopped. Okay. Well, th- thank you, Pigeon. Um, if you could gather... Uh, who... Do you have a council of elders? Like, what, what is your structure of hierarchy? Uh, I never asked this. We mostly just listen to the elders like uh, like my grandma. I uh, guess Goose owl. is getting up there, but not quite not quite elder enough. Could, could you convince uh, Owl and the others to convene? I will need to speak with them, too. You, you should talk to Max, too, while you're at it. I'll, uh, I'll rustle her up. I would love to see her. I hope she's forgiven me. Cat, <laughs> you make it you, on the second, third day or so. You see the shore ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Um, can you make me a navigation rule? Oh, no, I don't have that. Those. Oh, can, I, can I see your book? What does it default to? Great question. I bet you it defaults to climbing minus two. I I think it probably um, climbing minus two goes to climbing plus four. Yeah, navigation is really just climbing sideways. If you think about it, it's just climbing sideways on the <laughs> ground. <laughs> I bet you I could just do a biology check. If you hold the map uh, vertically, it's it like I'm pretty special, so I think that's fine. You know, I think this is really just, um, if I roll a combination of streetwise and swimming, I think that's how you get navigation. Yeah, you know what? Just go ahead and do IQ minus four. I think that's fair. Oh, God. <laughs> is that fair? Yeah. <gasps> you did it. I did it! You did it! Wow! Okay, you didn't Sweet. get lost. Are these your dice? No, they're yours. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, so you do recognize like the outline of that little cove that uh-huh. you saw from the other side when you were approaching from the road. Um, you're able to sail the little ship into this cove. It's like a tiny sandy beach ringed by some cliffs. Um, as you pull the, the boat up onto the shore, um, you see the runes like towering over you. They're huge. They're like the size of a skyscraper over this natural cliff face. Um, but the beach kind of slopes up into the forest going straight in there you're about i don't know like an hour or so from the crossing um cat like stops to look at the runes and she's like agnetha you kind of created a heretic-y kind of place did you ever get any more information on any of these runes did anyone ever talk about them what they might mean? Has anyone looked? I, I I don't know, Kat, honestly. I've never left near Nick. As soon as the pod came down, it was just safest to stay there and, and form a base with Jarl Sven. I've tried to understand as much as I can about the ruins from what people have told me, and I did go on an expedition once to see some ruins to the south of the town, but I can't read them i don't understand what they mean um i i think this conversation is happening as the two of you are tying up yeah the ship um and agnetha continues talking she says um you know i, I might not understand what the runes mean but 
I think they make one thing clear. The, the aliens couldn't have been, you know, unintelligent, right? They were obviously trying to communicate something. And I, I have no idea why they came here in the first place or why they left. I have no way of knowing this. But I think there's more to it than, you know, the church would have us believe. There's certainly more to Haven than any of us know for sure. So why not give space the benefit of the doubt? I mean, I agree. I I don't know that they're wrong about the aliens, though. The aliens are gone, Kat. They haven't been seen for years since the end of the war. Yeah, What do we have to be afraid of? I mean, if you head just a little ways away from Felhamir, you get to a barren blast zone with one of those things in it. If I saw that and knew it came from space, I would be scared too. (laughs) You know, not everything that was wrong with Earth came from the aliens. People were at fault too. You know, pollution, like environmental devastation. That was us, you know. People knew they were doing it, and the sea levels kept rising, and carbon kept polluting the atmosphere. Yeah. We're not blameless. We no. created the flotilla cities in the first place. Yeah. Well, maybe we can do better. Yeah. Um, in the evening, as the sun is setting, um, Agnetha, like, wades out into the river to, like, rinse off her clothes and stuff, and um, she calls you from the shore. She says, Cat, come look at this. I go check it out. Um, you see a bunch of jellyfish in the water yeah they're kind of iridescent they're kind of um run hey maybe uh get out of the water are these dangerous what are they no they're they seem fine but the last time there was a big squid monster with them well i think i'm close enough to the shore please get out of the water okay Uh, she, she, she wades out of the water she says they had a bunch of little ones what are the babies called well, were they stationary or were they swimming? Because there's two different names. What Says are... Sophie, not Cat Partrail. <laughs> what are those names, Cat? Uh, I think they're Ephira. Ephira? Babies. Oh. Um, Agnetha goes to sleep for the night. I think the two of you make a, a little camp on the beach. walk through the bandit cap camp towards a tent with a black flag and as you get there you see a stack of like solar paneled batteries outside and there's just like a beat bumping from the tent hell it's like yes a sick beat. gosh if they used half of their brain power towards doing a little bit more good in this world this world would be a so much better place <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, do you enter the tent? I 
enter the tent. There's no guards or anything. It's just an open tent. Is Angelica afraid of seeing Charlie? Yes. Is she constantly She's scanning? very afraid of finding Charlie. <laughs> okay. Um, inside the tent, uh, Gunner is like pacing back and forth. He's got like a group of people who are all like trying to shout over the beat to give him some advice. And he's like, like playing with a knife while he does that. Hmm. Um, it's weird that he doesn't play with a gun. He actually never uses guns. That's an irony. <laughs> yeah. It's the same knife, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, he should be named Knifer. <laughs> Anarchy. If only Cat were here to tell him that. <laughs> um, so he sees you as you walk in and says, Oh, fucking hell. Look who's back from the dead. Hey, Let, Gunner. Bring it in. Bring it in. Oh, do we really? Okay. Um. Uh, he like gives you a hug. He says, Angelica the unfucking killable. What's up? Um, that's a great opening question, Gunner. I need you to sail on Felhamir. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding with me right now. You're fucking with me, right? Uh, We're having this joke. We're having this fun interaction between us, you and me. See, I didn't know how to break it to you without just going, like, being blunt about this. But no, this is not a joke, Gunner. I can't fucking sail on that city. They'd crush us. That's if they had an army there. They do have an army there. They don't. Why don't you sit down, my old friend? <laughs> Why don't we have a talk, a chit-chat? Everyone course. else get the fuck out. Um, it, it, Charlie, is, is she here? or? Um... Oh, she's on a she's on a deadhead patrol, actually. Should I call her back for you? No, 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 no. Are you sure? No, no, it's Are fine. Sure? I'm it's sure. No problem. Uh, yes. I'll do that. I'll, I'll see fucking do that for <laughs> you, Okay, thank my you, friend. Gunner. Well, I look forward to seeing her again. So do you do you fill him in on the situation? Um, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Yes, I th I think she walks through like what the general broad strokes of the plan are. Um, mm -hmm. but I, I think she's also interested in why they've moved. Okay, so I think as you're telling your story, Gunner just nods and nods, and he's fairly quiet for Gunner. Um, and when you finish, um, he tells you that. Um, about a week ago, they just made the hard decision to abandon Banny for now. They were having constant deadheads, like swarming the walls, attacking the patrols. Basically, they just couldn't hold it. They were losing too many people. Um, so they made their way south to the Delta, hoping that the water at least would keep away the deadheads. And they could at least like set out into the water if need be, to save the last of the bandits. Mm -hmm. uh, they're a very small population. We discussed this before. There's, I'd say, like a thousand or so people. Um, so he was able to get most people out and get them through the woods, through the wilds, uh, and down to the river. Now they're effectively stuck. They're short on food. A lot of their food sources they had to leave behind. Uh, they did bring all their guns though all the important stuff they brought every gun priorities yeah. yes but there are people who aren't able to fight there's um there are children there are elderly people there are people who are sick so this isn't sustainable and he knows it and as he finishes uh telling you this the flap to the tent flies open and owl oh, oh. Owl. <laughs> i was like how did she know owl <laughs> stumbles in uh she's leaning on max's arm and 
bringing up the rear oh. <laughs> is Charlie. Uh, Angelica smiles shyly at her. Mm. Uh, Charlie gives you like an, an, a nod. <laughs> You're going to say Charlie gives you the finger. I was like... <laughs> it didn't end... It wasn't like the worst. It was kind of that slow separation of two like, people really where one of them is like... I think she broke up with you too. Yeah, but I think it's because Angelica had stopped talking to her or was doing <laughs> that like really awkward avoiding them even though yeah. they're like sleeping in the same camp. Yeah, and you ghosted like, her. Yeah. <laughs> It's like that thing where, you know, that normal thing where people grow apart, like one needs to go fight a billion deadheads in a city and the other one needs to go shoot people with guns. Yeah, in the space of like a week. A normal growing apart, if you think about it. Yep. One week from being tied down to a bed, (laughs) handcuffs to uh, awkwardly parting ways. You did give her your favorite gun. I did do that. Wow. Anyway. Happy Pride Week. Memories. (laughs) Does she still have the gun? Uh, you could do a perception check. I do want to do a perception check. Okay. I do the perception check. You see, like, the barest hint of the hilt sticking out from her belt. Aww. Yeah. Um, so Gunner fills everyone else in on the story. And, uh, Owl says, well, uh, why the fuck not? You can't stay here on the barges forever. None of us can fucking stay here. We've got to go somewhere if there's no army and if Angelica is telling the truth. This might be our best shot to get out of the West. There is one thing that... There has to be a condition on this. and Gunnar, I know the history of your people and the kingdom is not a pleasant one. That's putting it lightly. I don't have the words to describe what they put you through. They put us through fucking slavery. Those were the words. Um, I understand that that will have left some very serious trauma with your people. But if we do this, it, it can't be about revenge and it can't be about slaughter. People will die in this. I recognize that. We can't take a city and there be no casualties, but... You're talking about the fucking civilians, I guess. Yes, I am. And, Angelica, what the fuck do you take me for? Do you think I'm some kind of monster who's going to go in there and just fucking start shooting the place? And I'm going to throw people in front of the cavalry here? No, it was more just like, you know, no death matches, throwing them in after you've taken the city, uh, that kind of thing, Gunner. Can you do a diplomacy check? <laughs> Gunner's the only good male character that Sam has ever created. I do it. Uh, untrue. <laughs> um, Oleg is good. Um, <sighs> Goose, even better. Wow. <laughs> I always feel Goose is like a little bit more androgynous. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> goose yeah. didn't have it a gender goose was just goose goose gender fair. is goose yeah um okay uh so gunner doesn't look pleased about it but he he nods and he says if you fucking help us take that city i'll uh whatever angelica i'll agree no death matches none of that it's not just death matches it's this is when we take the city and we will we will not have it forever. 
that city does belong to the people who live in it. And we can't just occupy it and then claim it as our own. We will need to integrate with that city. We will need to make it a place where there isn't a king or a ruler or a chief. We will need to... We will need to have elections. Well, I don't fucking like it. I like everyone to have their own decision, their ability to make their own decisions, but if you can guarantee that whatever whatever world order you're, you're fucking building here, if there is a place, a safe place in it for all of us, then yeah, I'll, uh, I'll shake on that. Owl? For, uh, for the sake of uh, some fucking peace and quiet, I guess I'm inclined to agree. Max? Um, yeah, Angelica, um, I, I mean, I, uh, I trust you. I think this is, this is, I've, I've seen what the refugee camps were like pre-war, and I think whatever we can do to stay away from that, well, we, we should, so I'd agree. So it's agreed. Hang on, what about my fucking vote? <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> I'm sorry, Charlie. I, I, of course. What are your thoughts, Charlie? All in. <laughs> Glad to hear it. final scene with you yes um so you you dream again i think agnetha sits up uh give me a second agnetha takes the watch Mm -hmm. and she knows that you're do you tell her that you're taking a dreaming tea Mm, no okay so you just go to sleep and conk out yeah all right i guess Um, it would be weird just the two of us being like i'm not sharing any of this tea (laughs) it's for my uh lungs yeah um, so go ahead and roll dreaming. What's your dreaming skill now? 13. Nice. Come on, please. Just once. I would, oh God, not taking that. Yeah. Hell oh. yes. Nice. That's a seven to my okay. 13. So this I think that would have been fine if I didn't have the skill, actually. <laughs> I'm really mad. For once. Um, <laughs> this gives you some agency to control the dream control what you're doing in the dream um but you you are dreaming it is still like a dream uh this time the dream shifts again you started out by seeing a city and you saw the clouds of carbon and methane above it you recognize the elements of the city you recognize like steel towers and glass this time you see the earth in ruins uh you see smoking destroyed warmex falling to the ground beside tanks and artillery and beside um, shattered walls and shattered buildings. Uh, you see millions of people dead across the world. Um, you see mountains collapsed, obliterated by the warmex that came down from orbit. Um, you see cities crumbling in the path of absolutely vicious laser beams, and you see people vaporized by the billions 
uh, beneath hovering carapaces. Uh, you can you can move around in this dream. You can move your point of view. You can look around, and I'll describe more to you depending on what you'd like to see. Um, I look around looking for, like, the haven launch point kind of thing. Okay. Like, I'm looking for any hint of haven in this world. Okay. Um, as far as I know, would this time frame line up? Like, was haven launched while the aliens were still attacking um haven was launched after the end of the war like yeah when people like the aliens were gone but okay the earth was completely unlivable so we didn't discuss the specific timeline but very soon after like the mothership disappeared all right um, i think first she's looking for signs of haven and if she can't find anything she's looking for signs of the area that we're in now yeah so in the area you are in now you see a launch point not far from terra corp um, and you do see some familiar things. Uh, yeah, like you, you, it's it's hard to discern. Like it looks like a ship is taking off. Okay. You do see that. And like, I guess any of the like alien stuff we've seen, like are the runes there? Are the blast zones there? You see runes um, hovering over where you are currently. You know that it is years and years prior to when you and Agnetha make your camp on the beach. You see runes, and you understand what they're saying. And the runes say, Hello? As you leave Gunner's tent, um, he and Charlie are shouting orders every which way, getting people ready to go, boats ready, barges ready, guns out, suns out. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Daughter's in, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, everyone is getting ready for the assault. Um, Max tags along behind you as you leave the tent. Mm. Um, oh, Angelica. Um, she gives you, like, a really quick, awkward hug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, return fire. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, h- how are you? Uh, I-, I mean, as as good as I can be. This is, uh, it's a lot. It is. I'm, uh... I, I, I'm nervous for this, but um, it's going to be good to go home. I, I guess it's going to be good to besiege my home. I don't know, but... I, I hope it's not going to be much of a siege. Uh, it, it, we probably won't win if it turns into a siege. I, I know. I, uh, I trust you. I just... I'm, I, I've still got family there. I, I appreciate that, Max. I know we've been through a lot, so it, it does mean a lot to hear you say that. Mm-hmm. Um, your family, will they, do you think the people of the Academy will be willing to help us from the inside? I think so. I don't think they want to see any kind of war drawn out. I think they would surrender if they had the chance. That's good to hear. Um, was there something, Max? Because I actually just, something just came to my mind, but I didn't want to... Oh, I just, um, I mean, I had some, I guess, scientific questions for you you know I, I i got the chance to do a lot of research and excavation at terracorp of course um well you you know how we have the list of the last names of the uh, i guess the refugees who presumably were there and then you said you went to space yes well well i guess my my question is wh- why why did you go to space well we we believed that the planet was dying we believed that there was no place for us 
well, it, I, 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 I guess it just seems like, you know, it, it wasn't ever dying. Like, we're here. Radiation levels are a little higher, yes, but have you found anywhere that's so, so unlivable? Why go to all the effort of going to space? Was it always this way, though, Max? I mean, the, the, all the data that I've seen uh, that the, the station has paints a very bleak picture of the ecosystem down here. Honestly, Kat and I were shocked to find grass, let alone horses. Well, I, I, I guess, you know, data is one thing, but there are there is grass. There are horses. You can see it that your data was wrong. I right? mean, <laughs> I can see that. I, I'm honestly, do you know how happy I am that the data was wrong? That my people can come home and stop living in, in, in a metal cage? I, I, I guess it's just a, another mystery for now. Yes, there's one too many of those on my mind right now to add this to the list, but speaking of mysteries, Max, um, I, I've been thinking... Uh, you, you'd said your aunt worked with the Center for, oh, I, I can't remember A what you called it. Astrobiology and Extraterrestrial Study. That, that was the one, yes. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't paint this picture during the meeting because that's kind of a side plan to the main plan, but, um, the, the church is a dangerous force. I, I guess. And if we could somehow discredit them then, well, that would be one less thing to worry about when, you know, the space people eventually come down. Um, your aunt, in her writings, said that she left her work in her lab. Do you know what that lab is? It, it would have burned with the library. Are you sure? I mean, I, that's, that's what I know from her from her journals is she I, I mean I think she hid something somewhere her last entry said she was leaving something but I don't know where she put it Max I have a mission for you what's that I need you to find that thing when we go there when we get to the city I don't know that I'll have the time to look for it myself but this could be huge. This could be pivotal in destroying the credibility of, of the church and the Pope. And without the church and the Pope, the king is weak. Yeah, well, I, if, you, if you go to the church, I can, I can look for it. I can, I can search the university, my aunt's house. Thank you. You're welcome. I hope... I look forward to... Uh, Better days, Max. Where? Um, sorry, go ahead. No. Yeah. From behind you, you hear, you feel like a clap on the back and someone like thrusts like a pair of reins into your hand and <gasps> you look behind <laughs> you to a white horse tossing her head. Stardust. <laughs> I've missed you, my dear. <laughs> oh, oh, you don't bite me. <laughs> um... To set the the closing scenes, um, Angelica 
rallies with the bandits and rides stardust back and forth across the camp as they prepared to launch their assault and travel down the river. In the morning, um, Kat and Agnetha wake up to a beautiful sunrise coming up over the Atlantic Ocean. And you hear birds chirping, you hear the sounds of like the cries of animals in the distance. It's beautiful. And then you hear the sound of drums. thousands of fans to be like obviously it was the person you talked to during your campaign i wouldn't i wouldn't do that to you okay yeah you wouldn't make our thousands of listeners make fun of me no only for the crying our 18 listeners (laughs) who are you by the way we have to leave this speak up who are you (laughs) who are the people who are not our parents (laughs) there's cold parents cold boyfriend and after that, we have no record. That's it. That's it. My sister won't listen to this. My parents won't either. Yeah. <laughs>